Good morning, Lake Norman. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam, and it's a pleasure to be with you this morning. We're going to make our travels around town and dip into some of our wonderful nonprofits that uh, exist here in our town. You know, we talk a lot about the Cornelius Way uh, in the town of Cornelius, and that's a little hard for some folks to figure out if uh, you hadn't been around a while. But these folks sitting in this room with me today certainly and completely exemplify the Cornelius Way, and that is helping people going the extra mile. That's uh, the simplest uh, definition that I could provide anybody, and uh, I think uh, uh, it will make sense to everyone listening today once you hear their missions and their purpose and why we're all here and why we're all so grateful for these wonderful organizations uh, that uh, support the town of Cornelius in so many ways. So let me tell you the organizations that I have with me today. First of all, the Cornelius Early Scholars Preschool Program, a, a, a new nonprofit here in our organization, the Neighborhood Care Center, and also the Senior Community Connections. So representing those organizations, the, the uh, Early Scholars is the chairman of their board, Pastor David Judge. Welcome, David. Thank you, Mayor Washam. Just pleasure great, to be here. Great to have you. And uh, next would be uh, Floor Jacoic, and uh, she represents the Neighborhood Care Center as the Faith and Community Coordinator. Great role. Welcome, Floor. Thank you, everybody. Glad, glad to be here. Glad to have you today. And uh, Nikki Calton is, is with the Senior Community Connections, and she is a board member there and uh, very instrumental in growing this organization. Y'all got some great things going, and you're expanding your services, and they're such a need here in our community. And yes, so, we're so honored to be here so, and just chat about what we do. Exactly. So welcome, uh, Nikki. It's, a, it's just a wonderful opportunity to have that story told here as well. So let's start out with um, with David Judge. David, you're the you're the newest guy on the block as it relates to this room, at least. So tell us about the Cornelius Early Scholars. Well, Cornelius Early Scholars is a scholarship Christian preschool uh, that we created. Uh, actually, yesterday was the anniversary of our very first board meeting. And uh, inside of a year, myself, along with the board and the generosity of the community, made Cornelius Early Scholars a reality. And our mission is to set children's lives on a path of success through early childhood education and a foundation of faith in Jesus Christ. And uh, the families that we're targeting are families who could not otherwise afford to send their children to preschool. And so they generally fall at 150% of the federal poverty level or below. Wow. So... What uh, caused you to take this on as a mission uh, for yourself and, and uh, build this community here? Sure. So my primary hat in town is as pastor of First Baptist Church of Cornelius, as you know. And so we outreach into the community and Cornelius Early, uh, excuse me, Cornelius Elementary School is within our mission field. And so we do a lot of work there. And a few years back, the principal, Jessica Holbrook, had told me that one out of four kids who come to Cornelius Elementary for kindergarten are unprepared for kindergarten, meaning they couldn't count to 20. 20, they don't know the ABCs. They may have never held a book or a pencil or scissors or those sorts of things. And so without having that early uh, childhood education, they aren't prepared and they fall behind and they never catch up. And so if we can break the cycle of um, 
education uh, deficiencies and frankly poverty, we need early childhood education. That's fabulous. Uh, such a great story, and we'll be back to you for some more details in a minute. Let's turn to the Neighborhood Care Center. Uh, you know, I go back to the roots of the formation of this. It uh, it was started, I think, originally by Grace Covenant Church. That's right. And uh, still affiliated with them to some degree. Uh, but I remember when the building was built, and um, I think the intent was to to be housed in a, in a home that was there, but that didn't work out, so you had to build a new structure on that particular site. And um, what a great day that was. Uh, I can remember Michelle Hoverson, our CDC, our current CDC director in the town, you know, with the town here, um, was the executive director there back in the day and, and really put that in place and, um, and made it happen. And, uh, and the rest is history. You do such great work for, for our town. So tell us a little bit about the Neighborhood Care Center. So like you mentioned, the Neighborhood Care Center was planted uh, with, uh, with Michelle, the pastor. And then it was six, seven years ago. And then it continued with our new executive, uh, Manny Rosado, yes. who is our executive director. And uh, when I basically I moved to the States four years ago, and I started as a volunteer at the Neighborhood Care Center, and wow. that's how I got involved into all the programs and events, and eventually just ended up uh, working part-time. So I, being part of this community, getting to know about the family's needs as well, and try to align them to the different programs and events that we have based on their needs as well. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, you work with a little bit of the education piece uh, as, a, as a follow-up to what uh, Pastor David was talking about. Isn't that correct? That's right. So we connect with uh, different programs and with Pastor David. Uh, basically, we receive some of the families that we receive, like he was mentioning, some of them, they, are, they don't have their ABCs, the little kids, or maybe the parents don't speak the language. Language can be a barrier. Mm -hmm. And so when the families come to the Neighborhood Care Center, I get to know them. I get to know their history, what motivates them to move to the States. And uh, based on their needs, I align them, I assign them to the different programs. And depending if they have little kids, we want them to be prepared. So I connect them to Pastor David. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a nice, nice connection. And I know a nice uh, feed for the need that, that you follow up on, David. So thank you so much for that. So uh, moving on around, this is a different, we've been talking about kids a lot, mm -hmm. but there's another end of the spectrum here in our community that has needs, and that's our seniors. Correct. So this organization, the the um, uh, actually started out as the Davidson Correct. Senior Connection. Yeah. Uh, and now is known as the Lake Norman Senior Connection, and uh, that's when they started moving into Cornelius, thankfully, and I remember that day. But uh, a lot of needs for our seniors going on, uh, Nikki. So tell us a little bit about your organization and, and uh, sure. the, your, your mission and your, your vision for the future, and yeah. you know, why did y'all come about? Yeah, so we did start as the Davidson Village Network back in 2015, and then we started serving seniors in 2017, um, and then expanded the area, spilling into Cornelius and neighboring towns um, in 2021. And really our goal is to just help those older adults live in their homes and communities for as long as they're able 
and want to. And so the two biggest services that are our needs of those um, of those senior members um, are rides and social activity. And so really bringing them uh, into a community where they can engage with others and then providing them transportation to the salon, to the doctor's appointment, to a social event, whatever that means for them. That, that is a, a fantastic service. And we're gonna talk about, uh, when we come back from this next break, how you guys are connecting into our Cornelius Police Department. So mm-hmm. more to come, more to come as we travel about town. This is Mayor Woody Washam, and we have got more to tell you about with these three great organizations serving our community of Cornelius, North Carolina. Be right back. morning, Lake Norman. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washington back with you for our next segment of About Town. So we've got three great organizations with us today from a representative from the Senior Community Connections uh, here in our region and in our town, Neighborhood Care Center and the Cornelius Early Scholars, three great nonprofits that are doing fabulous things in our town, serving those that need these wonderful services. So let's dig a little deeper in what goes on in your organization. So uh, Pastor David, tell us about uh, the how, how did this really come about? You've gathered a great board, haven't you? Yeah, I do have a great board, and the board is really who made it happen. Uh, we met, as I said, the first time last September and uh, set the mission for the school, actually set the name for the school, and then set the schedule. And we followed that timeline, and it got us to uh, finality and, and to opening the school just uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, the... Uh, community had been so generous to fund it. We had a $100,000 goal and that was exceeded. So that was able, enabled us to open it up. Uh, We, Lord sent us a fabulous staff. I got to tell you, our preschool director, our teachers, our assistant teacher, wonderful folks. First Baptist Church was very gracious to open up their facilities. So the school has a free location, two classrooms. Uh, It's just all worked out perfectly. That, that is just a, a, a great success story. And to formulate all this great service for this community in a year or less, I think you opened probably less than a year uh, or pretty close to that uh, time frame. It was, so less when, than a year. Huh? When, from when you started this, this effort. So it's quite a success story. And uh, I don't think all nonprofits are that lucky. But Neighborhood uh, Care Center, my goodness, uh, what, a, what a story you guys uh, have to tell. Uh, you have a, a nice working relationship. You know, I had Harold Rice on my program here a few weeks ago with Ada Jenkins, and I know y'all have got a wonderful, wonderful working relationship with Ada Jenkins. So how, how, does, how does that come about? I mean, what, what's the difference between what you do and what Ada does? So basically what we do is we partner with other nonprofit organizations. We're not here to compete with other organizations. We're here to actually work together and recognize what are their strengths and to be able to refer families over there, recognizing those strengths. Exactly. So, So, you know, what was an interesting uh, comment that Harold made to me 
from Ada was that 40% of the people they serve at Ada Jenkins are from Cornelius. They serve Cornelius residents at that level. So mm-hmm. most of the folks are from Cornelius. Right. So I'm sure probably it maybe all same. of your all of your folks or many of your folks are from yes. Cornelius. Is that correct? It is correct. It is the same. And most of the families that we serve, uh, most of them are Hispanic. We have a roster that is 275 families that we serve currently. Wow. But we couldn't done this uh, for the work of the volunteers. We give the credits to the volunteers at the donors. Basically, is the community serving the community, the neighbor serving to the neighbor. That, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I will never forget about the Neighborhood Care Center with Manny and the rest of the staff over there is you helped get us through COVID. All that shutdown time, that was hard on our families, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. Uh, that's a specific moment when we all need an arm, we all need an extended hand. And we wanted to show that through our program, showing the love of Christ, that we're, we're there. Jesus Christ doesn't make any exceptions. Exactly. So why we should. Right. And what this has turned into, from my observation, is a a mission of the entire faith community of this town. I know Pastor David works with you. My pastor over at Mount Zion Methodist works with you. And every church, I think, has a relationship with the Neighborhood Care Center. And I think that is wonderful to, you know, consolidate our faith faith community in this wonderful mission you guys have. That's right. Um, So we basically work around nine churches in the area. One of the churches help us to providing us a bus transportation. Another church help us to provide some retreats, some mission trips for youth. So we, in a way, are connected to every church and including every business in the community and neighbors as well. Great. Mm-hmm. That's that's just um, been a wonderful byproduct of, uh, of this particular organization coming to be in our community. So mm-hmm. how long have y'all been around now? Around seven years. Seven, yes. Uh-huh. And for me, it's been a year and a half, but I'm being blessed. It started as a volunteer. It came up, then a part job, but it transformed to a relationship with the community. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the uh, Senior Connections group, my goodness, I, I can remember hearing about this group uh, at a Rotary presentation mm-hmm. with one of your board members yeah. a good while ago. And uh, that was such a story, a compelling story, because all of us have had senior uh, parents and relatives that that have needs in yes. our community. I'm yes. thinking of my, my dear mother, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's been gone a while, but uh, I, I think of what she experienced. And uh, I really think if, if an organization like yours had been around, she could maybe have stayed in her home a little bit longer, right. which would have been right. a blessing to her. So, right. so right. I, can, I can certainly attest to that. But, um, you know, our Cornelius Police Department has a special role with seniors in our community. And it was, it's been going on for years. It was going on when my, my mother was, was mm-hmm. still here and uh, living in her house. But they would call and check on her. They would ride through her driveway. It gave her a sense of security like nothing yeah. else. Right. And uh, I know things like that are important uh, mm-hmm. you know, for, for our seniors in our community. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that churches can meet all those Correct. needs. They can meet some of them, but Correct. not all of them. So, so the supplement that you, you guys yes. offer... Tell us about some of the social opportunities. I've been to one of your lunches here yeah. recently, and it was uh, 
<laughs> it was a good it's time. It's a fun time. It's it a fun is. time. Um, so, you know, similar similar to these organizations, you know, every individual has a different need and a different level of need. And we partner with the Neighborhood Care Center. We're a referral source for them. And so um, sometimes that social element is just come have a cup of coffee. Right. right. It's really that that easy um, to really meet a need for one of our one of our seniors. Sometimes it's getting them a ride to the lunch. Um, and that's that's their element of social or that's their definition of social. Um, so it can range from the small to the large, um, depending on what they what they need. You know, COVID hit our seniors just as hard as any other demographic. And so that isolation is is real. Um, many of them are transitioning from, you know, being involved in a job every day or volunteering all the time or uh, being a part of something in the community. And COVID kind of accelerated their isolation. Um, and so being able to bring them back out, um, engage with, with each other, engage with others, engage with neighbors, um, has been a, a very rewarding part of what we do for for our seniors. I'm telling you, that, that luncheon I attended a while back, um, those folks were, were so special. They, they really made me feel like a rock star in there. I mean, you know, taking my picture yeah. and uh, yep. they yep. all wanted to have their pictures made. And yep. it was a it was a really special day. Yes. I'll, I'll never forget that. That, yes. was, that was so nice. So all of you have mentioned uh, some element of your volunteers. Mm -hmm. How critical that is, is that? Nikki, you can just continue oh and God. tell me. Yes, yes. Um, they are. They are the foundation of our organization and what we do and what we're able to do for uh, for our members and for our seniors. Um, and I think if you looked across um, the state and then expand across nationally, volunteerism is the biggest challenge for us as nonprofits. It really just hasn't come back to pre-pandemic levels um, as we had hoped, wished, and, uh, and wanted. They are the shining light for our members, um, whether they're giving them a ride to the salon and they, mm -hmm. they socialize that way, they're coming to our, to our lunches, or they're coming into the home to do some you know, daily tasks that, that somebody may need help with. Um, they are the foundation. They are the light of, of the organization. And without them, um, we can't, we can't do what we love. We can't do, um, what we are passionate about. So they are critical, um, and we need them all the time and we'll take them at any level, whatever they're willing to do. We'll, we'll take my husband doesn't know it yet, but he is our next volunteer. Um, <laughs> <I understand. laughs> he, he would be great. Um, you know, just helping, helping others, um, in our community get to where they need to be, whatever that means for them. That's, that's fantastic. So, um, Pastor David, tell us about volunteers in your organization. I think you've got a few, right? Yeah, so we have a few volunteers, and, and folks call in all the time asking how can they volunteer with Cornelius Early Scholars, and uh, primarily uh, assisting the teachers. And so anyone who might be interested in doing that sort of thing uh, could come. They can fill out an application. They have to be background checked before they can work with the children, of course. But um, then they can come in periodically once a week or, or however the it might work out. Uh, the other thing along the same lines is just collaboration. 
collaboration of all the different nonprofits. So we have the Neighborhood Care Center, who has helped us to sign up some of the kids. They also have helped us with translation, so that has been fabulous. Uh, Manny Rosado coordinates for the lunches that get picked up. Angels and Sparrows provides lunches to the kids every day. Uh, and uh, we've got the Exchange Club gave us snacks. We have Bridge of Hearts is providing birthday parties and also um, hygiene bags for the kids. Uh, we've just got a lot of great nonprofits that all collaborate together for one mission to make Cornelius a better town. Wow, what, a, right. what a great story. That's right. So the Neighborhood Care Center, I, I know you probably live and die by your volunteers. Is that correct? <laughs> That's right. We depend on them all the time. <laughs> So we, we depend on them all the time. We recognize their effort, their time, their love through the different programs. Basically, we call them champions because they're in charge of every program. And if it wouldn't be for them, what are we going to do, right? And they being giving us also an example that everybody has a skill, everybody has something to give, not besides, you know, mm -hmm. donations, money, but we always have something to give so we can learn from others as well. Well, volunteers is the is the backbone of so many organizations. It is, isn't just the three that are here today. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a good volunteer network and organization behind you, you're going to be you're going to do great things in this community. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for the next segment. Uh, we will be coming right back. Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam about town. <laughs> Good morning again, Lake Norman. Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam here, and we're all about nonprofits today. Three of our very, very important nonprofits are in the room with me in this great studio. We'd love for you to call and ask them questions or ask me questions uh, that relate to our nonprofit uh, setting here in, in our great town of Cornelius. And you can do that by dialing 844 Studio 4. 844 Studio 4. Give us a call and tell us what you think about these nonprofits or the significance of nonprofits and the service they provide to our great town here. I uh, would love to love to hear from you. So we were talking about volunteers, the element of volunteers and how critical that is to any organization, whether it's the town of Cornelius, whether it's uh, your church or mine, whether it's uh, the Kane Art Center, uh, any of our chambers or our Visit Lake Norman, they all are critical. So, um, David Judge, uh, you were telling me about some um, new way of uh, making people uh, at least be aware of the great opportunities they have to volunteer. I don't know that it's fully developed yet, but it's coming, right? Tell me about yeah, that story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a group of nonprofits that gather each month called Lake, uh, excuse me, North Mech Connect. And so we get together and talk about issues that nonprofits are having. And one of the big issues is finding volunteers. So we're working right now to develop a website where someone who might want to volunteer in the Lake Norman area can go in and then answer a series of questions that would ask them, you know, do you want to work with children? Do you want to work with seniors or, or that sort of thing? And then what days of the week are you available? And, and, and other questions. And once the questions are answered, then the website would direct them to the appropriate nonprofits within the organization. So that's the first thing. Second thing is the Lake Norman Business Expo is coming up in a few weeks. And we're going to have a table there 
where folks who might want to volunteer to a nonprofit can come and sign up and we'll help direct them to the nonprofit that would be most uh, fulfilling for them. That's that's fantastic. Now, the uh, expo is sponsored by the Lake Norman Chamber. Isn't that correct? I believe that's true. I yes. believe that's on October 12th. Is yes, that, sir. Is I believe that, that is a Tuesday. I believe that's uh, that's coming up, and it, it begins around 11 o'clock down at the rec center in the town of Huntersville. I believe that's correct. So uh, be sure to check that out. That will be a great event for our community. And if you want to volunteer, you can certainly sign up right there on that uh, particular site. Another challenge for nonprofits, I've worked uh, and been on boards of many, many nonprofits over my uh, uh, time around in this community and my career in banking. Uh, you know, one of the things that they always face, any nonprofit, is, is being viable from a uh, monetary and donation standpoint. Uh, we're only as good as the donations that we could you know, solicit in many cases, a uh, little bit sad, but true. So um, how do you folks go about uh, uh, making sure you're, you're financially viable? And um, a couple organizations that I currently work for, the good they can provide is a function of how much they can collect or, or how many donations that come their way. So let's start with the care center and tell us about um, how important that is to you and how you go about it. Um, like you mentioned, it's really important. So we have partnered with different business that are helping us by donating and keep the place running in a way, right? And some of these programs, we want to keep them active. So basically what we see in our community is that some of our families, maybe they they have um, a, a job in a restaurant and they're making like $13 an hour. So what we're trying to do is look for funds that we can help them in different training programs like electrical program or the bike shop program. So we're trying to get some funds to actually build a, a building, a skills vocational training center for them that will help them to jump from $13 an hour maybe to $21 an hour. So one of our successful programs is called the Power Up Electrical Training. It's a six, seven weeks programs and they, they they have they go during those seven weeks we try to help them to find a job so you can see the impact of the family very quickly the other thing that we would like to run in this building it's uh, the other program is the gear up bike shop program this is for kids kids are starting 10 years old to 16 years old so that's we, been going on from the very beginning hasn't that's it? right and it's been a total successful these kids are putting their time and effort to actually learn how to fix a bike how to maintain a bike and after 10 hours of work and doing some community service they earn the bike with the bible and a helmet we wow. also have little entrepreneurs. They go to the neighborhood, sell the bike, and come back to work in another one. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. But we want to make sure to keep these programs running. And then thank God for the help with the community and their donations. We were able to keep these programs. But sometimes it's, it's hard, right? <laughs> exactly. It, it yes. really is. So tell us how people could donate to the Neighborhood Care Center. They actually can go through our website, uh, neighborhoodcc.org. And we also have some of... Uh, basically pages that will send, give them information about the programs that we are trying to run. And that's how a way you can. And people donate. also drop a, drop items by your center. Yes. I know my wife has done that a number of times. That's right. Uh, they actually drop up either clothes or food, but mostly food. This is for our program that's called Mana for Life. So every second Saturday of the month, we uh, give this food 
to the different members of the family. So, so far, we're giving, uh, we've been giving food to 90 families every month. And wow. we also have some volunteers that help us to organize the food, depending on the number of the members of the family as well. Great service. Mm-hmm. Absolute great service. So um, our Senior Community se- uh, uh, Connection Service, you folks need money, too. Agreed. So Agreed. I, I know the town of Cornelius has supported you Correct. in conjunction with the feedback we got from our police department. Yes. So uh, we're, we're proud to do that. Mm-hmm. However, uh, that doesn't that doesn't take you where you need to go. So but how do you how do you folks go about that and how important is that to you? So it's really, you know, I think the diversity in fundraising for nonprofits is a challenge. And so um, I think a, a, we find a, an opportunity for grants like the town of Cornelius, the town of Davidson um, and other donors honor grants for our for our organization. Um, yesterday, we actually. Uh, kicked off our first fundraising committee um, to do the supplemental fundraising for uh, for our program. So um, I, I like to think of it as how do we bring the fund back in fundraising? So we have this grant piece where we partner with the towns and other other donors, and then how can we do do some things in the community? that may be, even be fun for our seniors to participate in, right, um, and to raise funds for uh, for our organization so that we can continue great lunches, uh, we can continue um, all the great transportation and uh, and functions for our for our seniors. So for us, it's a it's a dual facet. So partnering with towns with grants is one way, and then really just doing some of those small grassroots fundraising uh, opportunities that even our members can be a part of um, to raise uh, to raise money. So the diversity in the two, we've, we've had the benefit in the past of larger foundations providing, um, donations to the, to the group. They have a tendency to like the new, new cool and groovy for lack of a better term. Uh, they like the new test model things. Uh, they're not always, um, always there to do sizable donations for just good work, just good work being done every day uh, in the community. So that sometimes is harder to come by, but grants for us and then just that grassroots having fun raising uh, raising dollars for our group is um, is what we're all about. That's fantastic. I go to more galas in this town for <laughs> fundraising purposes that mm-hmm. you could possibly imagine. I tend to enjoy those kind of things, mm-hmm. but it's just a way for me to mm-hmm. support an organization. I'm going to one this weekend for the Cornelius Youth Orchestra. And, you know, music's a pretty big passion of mine, and it's just a way to support a, a, a budding organization mm-hmm. that's serving our youth with music training and uh, uh, the efforts in that particular category. So, so there's great things going on everywhere. So moving around to our... Uh, Cornelius Early Scholars, uh, you've been through a, um, your initial fundraising, uh, David. Where do, where do you go from here? It won't stop there, right? No, it can't stop because we are fully dependent upon the funds that we raise. And as I said earlier, the community has been very generous, and we know they will continue to be generous uh, because they believe in our mission and our vision. So we have two cycles of fundraising. The one is the spring cycle, which is the one that we had just completed with the $100,000 goal. And then we'll have an end-of-year fundraiser each year. And this one will kick off on November 3rd. Uh, at First Baptist Church, we're going to have a boutique sale that Michelle Hoverson is in charge of. Wow. And so folks will be able to come in and buy real nice high-end uh, apparel and accessories and those sorts of things. Uh, and that'll kick off 
the end of the year fundraiser. And then we'll be looking to folks who have uh, required minimum distributions from their retirement plans uh, at the end of the year. Certain folks, if you don't take enough money out of your 401k, you've got to take it out. Otherwise, it'll be taxed. So yes. people want to give it to a nonprofit. And so we're going to make sure we give them that opportunity to give it to Cornelius Early Scholars. That, that's a fabulous idea. And I love hearing nonprofits working with nonprofits to help support that. And that's what Michelle is doing. So that's fantastic. Mayor Woody Washam here. This is About Town. And we're talking nonprofits today. And we'll be right back. Good morning again, Lake Norman. Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam right here in the uh, studios of WSIC in Cornelius. We're so happy to be here, and I'm so happy to be here talking to three great folks that are so involved with three important, very important nonprofits in our, in our region, but particularly in our town of Cornelius. And that would be the Senior Community Connections, Lake Norman Senior Community Connections uh, board member, uh, Nikki Callan, and uh, also uh, our Neighborhood Care Center, uh, Faith and Community Coordinator, Floor Jakowski. I said your name. I really <laughs> butchered your name on that one. And then the uh, Cornelius Early Scholars uh, Chairman of their board, Pastor David Judge. So welcome back, everybody. I want to talk about the future of your organizations just a little bit. And uh, I know you don't want your mission and your vision to stop here. I, I just can look at all of you and, and read that in. Uh, so let's start with the Neighborhood Care Center and tell us your hopes and dreams for this organization. You've got a wonderful executive director in, uh, in uh, Mr. Manny. Mm -hmm. uh, I know him well. Actually, he received the uh, Mayor's Award of, of uh, Excellence That's right. uh, a year or two ago. And, uh, you know, that was one of the most special awards that I have uh, ever presented to a great, great service to our community. So, Talk a little bit about your future and where you hope to go. Is your facility big enough, or how how do you how do you maneuver into the future? So uh, we realize that the not only the need is increasing, but the families that come to visit us are increasing as well. The number of families. So we are in the position that we are thinking about this new building, and to for a vocational training center because we want to equip our families. We want to teach them how to work and how to be productive as well because. Like I mentioned before, some of them are coming here, but they need to, uh, everything is new. Culture, uh, language is new, but we want to be able to help them to engage with the community and to connect with the community and also work together. So basically, the Neighborhood Care Center is here to offer these resources with the help of other nonprofit organizations, but we know everybody has limits, right? And by funding, by donors, by volunteerism, we can help these families and actually we can make these families participate in actually volunteer volunteer in the same neighborhood care center. We actually have some stories, success stories that some of our students from ESL, they have amazing skills. So they being bringing back their skills and teaching up maybe an art class. So it's like giving back to the community. We expect this uh, vision to expand because at the end, this is our care center, so we take care of our neighborhood care center. Absolutely, and mm -hmm. you were talking about uh, um, 
coordinating some uh, efforts with the Kane Center, right? Right. That's right. So we have partnered with the Kane Center. Kane Center has been uh, amazing with us. They helped us to sponsor 60 kids this last summer for wow. arts and music uh, summer camps. And also with the YMCA, we were able to send 101 kids over there for summer camps. So we've been actually creating all this relationship. It takes a little bit of time to build relationship, but they are worth it. So that will help our kids to connect and to engage with our, our community. That, that is such <laughs> a good story. It, it really is. Uh, with the senior connection element here, I, I'm quite interested in that, uh, you know, because I'm getting there one day. <laughs> so. We all are, Mayor. We all are. I think, I think getting there is a good thing, isn't it? It, yeah. it really is. So tell us about your future and what your dreams are from a board standpoint. Uh, where are you going to take this organization? Yeah, I mean, we'd love to grow, really. Um, and our limitation right now is just volunteers. And so, you know, the territory and the number of seniors that we can have in the group serve and take care of the way we believe and are passionate about um, is really just restricted by funding and volunteers, mm -hmm. right? Um, so we'd love to get to that place where we're just serving more and doing more social events and bringing more uh, more volunteers to the table. We have so many who are volunteers today, but will be members and receiving services in, in the future. Um, they become board members. They come off the board and are members, right? So we just have this continuous evolution of um, members in our group. And I think we're really only held back by what all nonprofits are held back by, which is just funding and having enough volunteers to get everybody a ride of where they need to go and um, that cup of coffee or that game of, of cribbage in their home or whatever their needs are. So um, we'd love to grow. We'd love to expand. We'd love to impact um, additional additional communities and additional neighbors here in North Mac. Well, that's, that's incredible. And, uh, you know, we're such an affluent community, or people perceive us as that, but yet there's so much need here. That's that's what, and all three of you represent some really, really uh, serious needs that we have here in our community. I can think of, as it relates to seniors, uh, we had a crisis a while back where uh, one of our um, apartment complexes in town uh, were um, I guess inflicted upon a huge uh, rental increase. You had you got a, a a whole big complex of mostly seniors uh, that were were presented with a thirty six percent increase in their rent. Uh, you know it it was it was very concerning to me because a lot of those folks or several of those folks at least were natives of Cornelius had lived here all their life. And we're on the brink of having to move from the community they love and that they, they grew up in. So I was uh, certainly supportive of a uh, contribution we made back through our CDC. That is our Community Development Corporation, which is headed up by uh, Michelle Hoverson. And uh, uh, she created a program to help uh, an element of funding for our seniors to absorb some of that rent that at least bridged their gap so they could figure out how they could uh, could cover that uh, major, major increase. But another problem with our seniors do, is the, uh, uh, would, would these senior connection uh, uh, mission ever get into assisting with that sort of thing, you think? We could, absolutely. Um, 
you know, we're right now trying to fill the, just fill the gap between being alone Mm -hmm. and needing clinical care um, or licensed care. We're trying to fill that kind of in between. So what does that mean? What's the definition of that gap is for us to write, right? Um, and how does that how does that grow in the future? So could we help to, to fund supplemental rent? I also um, have great contacts with Michelle as well. And uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful program here in the in the community. And so how could we how could we support or at least refer right our seniors who need that to the right place if it's not us at this moment in time? Great. So moving on to our early scholars. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how are we going to keep this thing going and grow grow this service to our town, David? So so as far as growth of Cornelius Early Scholars, uh, right now we still have some room in the three and four-year-old classes. So if there are kids out there who need uh, early childhood education, we can fill that. Uh, secondly, we have a great demand for two-year-old classes. And so if our winter uh, fundraiser is as successful as I know it will be, then we're hoping to open up a two-year-old class uh, maybe right in January. Uh, from there, it's just going to continue to grow until we outgrow the space and then you know, who knows where we'll end up. Uh, long term, I really have two visions. One is replication. The problem of early childhood education and the needs for that uh, is not a Cornelius problem alone. It, it's, it's across the county. It's across the country. And so I would be very happy to go to other churches around uh, Charlotte area and show them what we did and give them the blueprint so that they can do the same thing in their community. Then uh, on the longer term, I've had someone ad- approach me about creating a K through eight uh, on Cornelius Early Scholars. And so sure. that would be a very long term thing, but only the Lord knows where it's going to go and he's going to provide the way. So I'm just going to follow his lead. Well, that's a that's a really, really good answer and a uh, uh, lot of hope for the future and a lot of uh, just great work going on in our communities. And, you know, we didn't just talk about, as, as our listeners will know, just these three organizations. There's so many other organizations that tie into this. Mm-hmm. Certainly town government does as well. Uh, we, are, we are absolutely in the picture. We would love to do better with our um, uh, nonprofit support. Uh, we can do better. We have some room to improve. We've got a lot of organizations we currently uh, support pretty heavily, like uh, Smithfield Com- Community Coalition and uh, works very closely, I know, yes. with the uh, Neighborhood Care that's Center. Right. <laughs> uh, and that's that's awfully important. And uh, but but we've got to We've got to do better in that particular category to keep the Cornelius way alive and, and well in our community. So um, I'm so so glad to hear the fact that you guys are working with each other and you guys are working with other nonprofits to truly make a difference. So we've got a ways, ways to go. And uh, if we can ignite our churches in a way to uh, uh, have a better place in that circle, then uh, I think we'll even be better for it. So, um, so that's you know, a Mr. Good Mayor, story. you uh, mentioned the town and the town's involvement in yes. the nonprofits. First of all, thank you for having us here today because it's been a, a great opportunity to get our word out. And I've told the uh, commissioners uh, one of the best things that they can do for the nonprofits is get the word out because mm-hmm. that's one of the hardest things for all of us is to mm-hmm. get the word out about mm-hmm. our mission and how we're helping the community. And you know, people I don't know, but I need to know. And so, if you can just make those introdu- introductions then we are uh, going to be better for it. 
that's that's fantastic and uh, we have some great things going on our in our community but there's nothing greater than the embellishment of our nonprofit community and our faith community to do better things to help people and more things to help people so you'll get a lot of encouragement from me as we move forward into the future it's it's pretty critical to do that so this is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam next week Listen in, and we're going to have uh, an executive from the new and and uh, wonderful Atrium Hospital with me next week to talk about what's going on in medical services for the town of Cornelius in our region. So very excited about that and look forward to you, you listening in again and uh, appreciate your support for this program and thank you for these great nonprofits that we've had here today. Have a good week. This is Mayor Woody Washam from Cornelius.